again, and welcome back to to the Saints. Ah, what do you know? It's Sunday afternoon. Good afternoon. You're listening to the Bridge 1120. Today's Christian talk, either in Austin, Texas, or on the line on on the line on the air. On, no, man, online <laughs> to the Saints dot com. <laughs> TheBridge1120.com Man Streaming on the line (laughs) (laughs) Yes That's one place to be streaming, I guess (laughs) Okay, man My name is R.C., if you believe it This is Tyrone This is Andrew This is Carrie This is Bridget And this is Allison Hey, this time of year, there seems to be one thing on many people's minds Love. Love. <laughs> but whether or not it's near February 14th, love seems to be one of those things that sticks around. Yep. Mm-hmm. Throughout history, it has been sought after, warred over, written and dreamed about. Mm-hmm. But there is one love story you may not have heard as much about. What's that? So, lo- oh, yeah. <laughs> Get to that. Last week, we shared with you the person who has been on Christ's heart since eternity passed. The church. Yes. Yes. Also called his body and his bride. So this week we want to explore the love between Christ, the bridegroom, and the church, the bride. It is the love from which all other love derives. It is the love that we all truly desire, whether we realize it or not. It is the greatest love of all. Mm. So the love between Christ and the church is woven throughout scripture. From Genesis with the first Adam and the first Eve to Revelation with the marriage supper of the bride or the church and the lamb or the bridegroom or Christ, who are now wife and husband in that part of the story. Today we want to look at the beautiful poetic book about the love between a man and a woman called the Song of Songs. The Song of Songs. Song of Songs. Many of us are familiar with this book as the story of King Solomon and his Shulamite bride. But did you know you can see the love shared between Christ and the church in there, too? Is this a kissing book? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we realize some of the content of this book may be more vivid or detailed than many might be comfortable with going over the radio waves. But don't worry. We'll keep it rated G. Uh (laughs) Or or PG (laughs) at the mic. PG-13. Kissing again. Do we have to hear the kissing part? <laughs> so kick back and enjoy while we explore the love story between Christ and his bride. Amen. And stay with us next hour because we're going to give some examples of where we have seen the love of Christ and his bride in the movies. What? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so what do you know? Oh, what is that? called music, R.C. Okay. <laughs> so why? Oh, tell me why. Is this Eddie James? Yeah, it is. You got that. What's she, she going to say? You got it. At last. Oh, man. Sign it. My love has come along. <laughs> Our love has come along. He's been there before the beginning. Christ, the bridegroom. Yes. And we learned last week that the church has been there since before the beginning, too. His love's been there. The bride. So why the Song of Songs? What is the purpose of this book, people? (laughs) 
<laughs> I do want to point out that um, this, the title, the Song of Songs, is similar to the, the, the titles of the Lord, the Lord of Lords and the mm-hmm. King of Kings. This is the ultimate song. That's mm-hmm. good. The song of all songs. Yes. And just, just like, you know, we've started from the beginning, we, one of our purposes of this program is to enlarge your vision of Christ. Mm-hmm. And we really feel like this book is going to enlarge your vision of Christ and in his bride. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. That's good. Awesome. This book generally, um, I, some people have kind of taken it as to be a very uh, literal possible picture of a man and a woman's physical marriage. Mm-hmm. And rightfully so, it could have some of those um, things. But really, since all substance belongs to Christ, this is this is about yes. Christ and His church. Yes, Amen. Christ and His, um, you know, believers and things like that. And not so much like the church is in a corporate sense in this way. This is actually on the very intimate level of Christ and an individual believer, where. Um, it's really this uh, inward spiritual communion that you have with the Lord um, and the journey that he takes you on deeper into himself, yes. deeper into you coming into who he is and who he is for you and who you are to him. Yes. Um, and so really this book is for, you know, you've, it doesn't necessarily address um, sin, like in a way of people at this point, people have already come to know Jesus Christ. Um. But there is this certain sense, there's like this, this switch that flips within you that you want more. Yep. There, you realize that the ordinary relationship that you've been having with the Lord has um, kind of lulled or whatever, but you, you, it's not that you want to just stop it altogether. You want more. And so that's where it kind of just starts you into this longing for something. Yes. And that's where, at that point, he picks up on it mm-hmm. and he realizes, okay, you're ready. Yeah. You're ready for me to take you fuller into myself. And it's at that point where you can, um, well, you're going to see kind of song, song of Songs play out. Um, it's kind of fun because, in a way, um, we've been looking at types and shadows and that. And you see, you know, prior to this, David was, David couldn't necessarily build the temple right. in a way because he, it, the temple couldn't be built in a time of war. It needed to be built in a time of peace. Mm. And so David had, at this point, defeated all of the enemies, well, that is a picture of Christ on the cross. Mm-hmm. He defeated all yes. of his enemies. And now, after that, we're in this time of peace. Now we see Solomon, the picture right. of Christ, as Solomon coming in. Yes. We're in this time of peace that this yes. relationship can actually flourish. Mm-hmm. That it can actually be um, all that it was ever intended to be. And at this point, we see Solomon as a representation of our exalted Lord. He's, been, he's seated on the throne. He is in his glory. And we can enjoy him that way. And because he is there, it, it's, that's why we can enjoy the fullness of who he is. Right. He's even he, – we see him as Christ as our rest. Exactly. Because the war is over. The battle is done. The, right. The work is finished. Yes. Now we're at rest. Now we can enter into that rest. Yes. And now we can receive – and he can receive from us and us from him. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. this back and forth that is allowed to happen that hasn't been allowed to happen before because he wasn't enthroned mm-hmm. the way he should have been or the way now we know that he – him to be Mm -hmm. and so um that that's kind of the the setting of this book where you know a believer wants to come into more of that understanding of that enthroned exalted lord and that inter intimate communion with him Mm -hmm. um what's also real interesting too is you kind of find that um solomon actually means peace 
And so we do get that picture again, Christ the King, um, you know, being, and he's also heavenly, you know, but then you have this Shulamite girl in this story, the other character in this, this story, um, she's this lowly country girl. She's not a, she's not of any consequence to anyone. She's not of royalty in a way of the way in which this book is portrayed. Um, and really, so they're not matched. They really, and you know, and we see this in love stories too, where you know the king, this this king, like oh, what was it like coming to America? Yeah, <laughs> you know, coming to America. Yes. He was trying to find a bride. A yes. king. A, yes. It was yes. a king he coming went, to another land to find to a bride. He went to Queens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you find a queen, right? <laughs> I know. King Joffy Joffy. <laughs> I know. So you know, he's going through trying to find this, but what's really precious about that is that he finds somebody that's so ordinary and common. Mm-hmm. And so much so that he doesn't even want to tell her who he is because right. he wants to be loved for who he is in himself, not his kingship. Right. And that's really what this book is about, too. It's not loving him just because he's king. It's loving him because he's a person to be loved. That reminds me of Cinderella, the new one. That yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Where they meet in the forest and he says and she says, what's your name? You, my name's Kit or my dad calls me Kit or whatever, yeah. you know. I'm an apprentice. You know, he doesn't reveal who he is because he wants to woo her for himself, not yes. not to love him for his royalty. Yeah. yeah. And and that's the same for our Lord. He really wants to be seen as something more than just the king or mm-hmm. something so far off and removed from us that we can't have this intimate personal relationship with him inwardly. And so um, so they don't match. And that does make sense, you know, because, he- you know, Christ is heavenly and we're earthly. But there is a certain sense where he has taken on humanity. Mm-hmm. The, the the garb of humanity while yes. still containing his divinity. So he has actually become, and he has made us as one species, the one new man. Yes. And so now we are matched in that way. Um, and so this book is kind of that, that love story that's being told out from that. Um, and, you know, it's also, I want to kind of get it, this is a inward spiritual communion with the Lord because the Lord is spirit now. He changed his form. You know, when he came back, he came back as, you know, as the spirit of, he's the spirit of Christ, as the Holy Spirit. And so now we commune with him in spirit. He told us that. He goes, you will know me and worship me in spirit, in truth. Mm -hmm. And so that's what this book is about. It's on the spiritual level that a lot of this takes place. And so it is in the unseen realm, which you cannot, you know, see with your physical eyes in in a way. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is definitely a very um, important aspect in the life of a believer, especially when it comes to, you know, the Lord's full thought for his people and having a body to express himself Mm -hmm. is that there needs to be on that individual level, a knowing an intimate knowing of him that can be um, sustained between like, you know, I'm going up and down like this vertical up and down, um, having this relationship with him to eventually it to go horizontally out to the body. So what's happening, you know, within you that you can um, commune with this Lord and things like that now actually gets to come outward to the rest of the body. But there does need to be that foundational individual fellowship with him um, to actually have proper body life. Yeah. Mm. Um, so that's kind of in a nutshell. I don't know who else wants to add anything else to um, this. I don't know. But Hathaway has a question. What is love? <laughs> Baby, don't hurt me. Yeah. So what is love? <laughs> yeah, as as we get into this, um, I want to um, go over what is love, and I really feel like today we we have different ideas when we use the word love, mm-hmm. and so as we're talking about this underlying theme or this theme of this song of songs, Christ and His Bride, 
and we have these uh, love themes, these romantic themes, um, it's not a, a Hollywood type of love. It's mm-hmm. not a, mm-hmm. a short acting love. Mm-hmm. We talk about, oh, we fell in love. Oh, we fell out of love. Mm-hmm. This is definitely more of um, this uh, long lasting, deeper driving love. I mean, Carrie and I, you know, we met when we were 13. Now we're a little older than that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you, know, you can definitely see a progression of our love as it's, it's grown deeper. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, something sometimes hard to put into words and explain, but your, your love grows. We use that term, love mm-hmm. growing. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it, sometimes you don't realize you have a capacity for more love. Mm-hmm. But the depth goes deeper. Mm-hmm. Right? It's a maturing love. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. And so when we're talking about this in this story, we want to kind of ad- adjust our, our minds and some of the terms that we use with love being something that um, is, is a process and something that is, is attainable, but it also is it's, uh, it's not quick. No. <laughs> right. It's not a sprint. Right. It's a marathon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a long, you know, you're in this together. It's the long game. Yeah. This is why this is the longest love story in history. Right. Yes. Because mm-hmm. truly it's the only love story in history. It is the only. It's the one love story that all other love stories are a picture of. Mm-hmm. Right. Carrie and, and Andrew's love story mm-hmm. is a picture of the bridegroom and the bride, Christ mm-hmm. and his church. Yes. And I really like how Carrie mentioned about this spiritual longing, mm-hmm. the spiritual love. Because it takes it kind of out of that emotional yeah. uh, phase and into something that is more eternal. Yes, not based out of, you know, your emotions only. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we'll see as this goes along the Lord doing his work to, to make that transition. Yeah. Because yeah. it does tend to start in right. that emotional yeah. place, yes, mm-hmm. even with us in the Lord. Oh, yep. yeah, and just like in marriage, it tends to start in that emotional place. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and... Uh, so, so in the song of songs, we actually see the Lord taking us through that progression, that um, transformation of love, if you yes. will. In this initial part, um, in the initial part of Song of Songs, there's this, um, it, you could just kind of label it like this initial love, this uh, Christ is for me, mm-hmm. this, this mindset. And I can even, I can, I can speak to this because I've experienced it. Yep. I've experienced it that that's that switch within me to be like, oh, there you are. You are real. Mm-hmm. You are a living person. And then all of a sudden I was drawn to him and I wanted to know him. And there was this longing that was created. And there was definitely all the emotions that come with that, especially when you have that love at first sight or, you know, mm-hmm. all of those things that we kind of romanticize about, especially girls, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, women, mm-hmm. um, you know, we I've experienced that with the Lord in that way. And so one of the biggest things in that time, um, you begin, you actually begin to crave to be in his presence and you want to learn how to do that. Mm-hmm. How do I, how can I be with him? And um, one of the biggest things in that initial part in coming to that is realizing that he is a real and living person and not something um, external to us, not something far off from us. Mm-hmm. And I guess the, the thing I want to put on that is you actually acknowledge the personhood of Christ. I mean, he's actually a person. And so if, if, let me put this little analogy here. If With my husband, if I were only to relate to him as the fact that he's a nurse, mm-hmm. 
you know, if I could only ever relate, not ever, if I only related to him in that way, I didn't know how to speak with him unless I spoke with him as a nurse. Mm-hmm. Like, what's wrong with me? Or mm-hmm. how was your day? You know, but only only in the confines of him being a nurse, because he is a nurse. <laughs> um, I'm saying that because that's his profession currently. And so, um, but I would miss out on the fact that he's also a father. Mm-hmm. He's also my spouse. He is also my brother in Christ. He is also my friend. And so if I only ever relate to him is in one way, then I'm missing out on the bigger, fuller person who he is. And so a lot of Christianity, and I'm going to relate this to Christ, a lot of Christianity has only related to Christ as my Savior. and, And rightfully so, that is a big way to relate to him. But do you realize that he is more than that? Yes. He is actually your lover. He is actually your friend. He is your brother. He is your king. Mm-hmm. He is those things. And he's also, you know, your source and your fruit. And there are, there's so much more of him to relate to him as a person. Yes. And so one of the big things that ended up, ends up happening is you come into this, um, first that he's a person. And now you want to discover all of who this person is. And I don't know, if you have fallen in love, you kind of have experienced that. You don't, mm-hmm. you want to spend time with that person. You want to know who they are. You want to know their likes, their dislikes, their what they like to do, you know, hobbies and things. And it's not any different with Christ. He really can relate to you on that intimate level. Yeah. Yes. Um, it just happens in the spirit. I think that's so important. Um, and, and we, not even just the aspect of Christ as Savior, because that, that tends to be the, the, you know, modern Christianity kind of in door through or gate. Mm-hmm. Kind of, that's the very first way we come to know Christ. That's which the is first good. Christ we meet. Yeah. Because we need to be saved. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> but then you see the denominations kind of yes. kicking an aspect of him. Yep. This is, this is kind of the aspect of Christ that I prefer. Right. Yes. You know? Mm-hmm. And, and so, so. This is this That's is the one camp. yes that I'm going to mm-hmm. camp out in and focus on and, and be all about and and missing out on so very much of him mm-hmm. right. um and and it's it's unfortunate that it's, reminds me of a meeting we had uh, back in California with a, a church we were working with a glorious meeting mm-hmm. that uh, the saints brought. And they talked about they had they had the guy stand up there and um, he had what I think a shield and a crown and some other things and people were um, I don't know if they were blindfolded or just had their eyes closed but they were feeling on him and that you know they would they would touch the shield oh yeah and so it would be like I know Jesus as my rock my defender my mm-hmm. fortress you know mm-hmm. he is my strength in battle he's mm-hmm. a warrior yes mm-hmm. or they would touch the crown oh he is the king he you know and they would just focus on that one aspect of whatever they could see or or feel or touch and um when if you would if you step back and saw the bigger picture you'd see that he is all of that mm-hmm. yes he is the warrior and the king and the lover and the friend mm-hmm. and um everything else that we could go on and on describing <laughs> that that he he fulfills it. He is the all in all. Yeah, like there's a person attached to those things. Yes. Yeah. His personhood is those things. Mm-hmm. And so for us to detach him in that way, we really are missing out on the fullness of him. Mm-hmm. We don't yes. like to be detached in that way. No. I mean, right. I don't like to just be known as Caleb's mom. Right. right. Or R.C.'s wife. Right. Mm-hmm. Or the needs processing coordinator at Sedera. You know, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. I, I'm. there's much more to me than, than just my titles. One of those what things. I can do. Yes. Right. Yes. Oh, yeah. There's right. much more. 
<laughs> oh, I'm sorry. G or PG. Yes. <laughs> Pick your rating. <laughs> and so that's where you're going to kind of see this in that first verse there when it says, let me let him kiss me with the kisses of his mouth for his love is better than wine. And that is that initial um, that initial longing where you want more of the Lord. Mm-hmm. You want to discover more of who this this person that you may have been with for most of your life, but never in this way. It's just there's a there's a change. Yeah. What's that? What's that song we sing? Uh, to know the Lord, to know our Lord as He is, and yeah. not as our minds yeah. conceive. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think it's really important. At least what jumped out um, on that first verse. Well, I mean the second verse, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is the same as the first. Exactly. <laughs> Let me uh, kiss him with the kisses of his mouth. Is is the idea of it's not this um, like a cultural kiss on the cheek. Uh, like a greeting, mm-hmm. uh, friendly, yeah, sure. I know this person, yes. or um, this person is, is somebody who who we know, but it's like a, a mouth-to-mouth kiss. Yeah. Yes, So you intimate. have this like, intimate Very intimate. Kiss. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's not even like a kiss from a representative, or even reading about a kiss, right. or hearing this about, is, yes. oh, that, like, that type of kiss would be so nice. It's like actual physical kiss. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Kissing again. <laughs> <laughs> you have to hear the kissing part. It's a fr- French kiss. <laughs> yes, I was thinking it's, that. It's a French li- kiss. It's a French kiss. It's a. It's an a exchange of to show affection. Mm-hmm. The affection is based on allegiance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, man, I'm for you and you're for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh sure, my wife and I kiss differently now than we did when we first met. You know, there, there's a knowing. In yeah. that, there's a because mm-hmm. you know, we've been together for so long. There is that relationship. <laughs> no, that was good. I just wasn't sure where you were going at first. <laughs> is he going to keep it? Easy. PG. 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 G. The kissing again. <laughs> <laughs> you have to hear the kissing part. Yeah, I, I, I like that first part too. Uh, it's like the bride's quest for Christ's affection, mm-hmm. and so she actively stalks. The bridegroom. Mm. Yeah, she does. <laughs> For his tenderness, warmth, and endearment. Yep. She longs to know him, spend time with him face to face. Yes. Just a reminder to people just not tuning in. We are going over the yes. book, Song of Songs. Yep. <laughs> and Jesus must be tired because he's running through her mind. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if she hurt herself when she fell from heaven. <laughs> We're tracing the one, the longest love story in all of history between Christ and his bride, the church. Yes. And, and we're, we're going through Song of Songs and, and unveiling this love story mm-hmm. yeah. this between Christ. Not, not the king and the Shulamite woman, Mm-mm. but the king of kings and the bride of brides. Yes. Yes. yes, yes. And so what verse and chapter are we on now? <laughs> That was, I think it was just uh, one, 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 two, one, two, one, two. One, two. Yeah. All right. People start tuning in. They're talking about kissing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, real, real quick, we, you know, we talked about this in preparation for the show, but um, were we going to go through it quickly right. or slowly? It sounds like we're going slowly. <laughs> we're going to go through it slowly. Mm-hmm. But do you want to know someone quickly? Right. Or do you right. really want yes. to know somebody right. by spending time to them, as Tyrone just said? Same yeah. time, face to face. I mean, I remember um, when Carrie and I first met, 
We could talk on the phone. I mean, for hours, hours. and Man. hours. Yeah, I just keep hours. going and going until we just we'd fall asleep we on the phone. <laughs> and wake back. I know. I like, oh, oh. Yeah. Of course, I was know, on the phone. That was when we had unlimited nights and weekends. <laughs> 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 That's kind of like me and Allison too. I wasn't a phone talker at all. I, just, I know, but I you become one, don't you? I became one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like, exactly. On the phone. Yeah. No, I don't want to go. Start crying. Yeah. <laughs> you say bye. No, you say bye. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, you say it first. No, you hang up first. So one thing that goes along with, um, Carrie, you talking about this, this longing being awakened, seems to be um, for a believer that the, the things of the world, the things that they have tried, yeah. just they're not finding the satisfaction Mm-mm. in that they were hoping to find. Right. And um, the the those pleasures now are just paling in comparison mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. this Lord mm-hmm. that they're starting to, to long see. for and see. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Usually, a lot of the stuff I know for me, at least personally, a lot of the things that I thought I desired before just fell away. Oh yeah. It wasn't anything I had to try anymore to mm-hmm. make certain things not be there to, to, that were grabbing my attention other than Him. They just fell away because I couldn't keep my eyes off Him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, and um, you know, I so I can relate to you know this idea of being enamored. Yes, <laughs> you know, and a lot of the idols I held were go- are gone. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a quote I saw this week by uh, <laughs> it's by Brian Hedge Welch, and he says I tried drugs, I tried sex, I tried everything to get pleasure out of this life, but it, but it didn't fulfill me. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. And that's what we're talking about here. So what is the one, fulfilling? The yes. one fulfilling. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. yes. The one who fulfills all. Yeah. You know, and the other part of this, too, is that after she really begins to see him, she realizes really what he accomplished for her. Mm-hmm. He became, he, what, you know, just dying on the cross wasn't just for her sins. It, it was to bring her into this. To bring her into this intimate relationship with him. Yes. And um, then all of a sudden, it's a different thankfulness that you have mm-hmm. towards him. You know, you're, thank you. You know, you, there's a certain mentality uh, you can tell, and I'm sure there's plenty, but there's also that I'm a lowly sinner. He did it because I'm just such a, a lowly worm and mm-hmm. things like that. But when you start to realize, you know, that's not the case. I mean, he actually had a different desire for you. Right. Mm-hmm than just to save you. It was to save you so you could know him. Know him. And he sees us. He doesn't see, see us, us as, as that. Yeah, right. He doesn't see us like that. He sees us as his bride. And so, you know, that's where you're going to kind of see in that verse there where he's, she's talking about, you know, the good ointments and the name um, poured forth is, mm-hmm. you know, that idea of he's the one that has accomplished everything. And now all of a sudden you're, you're um, realizing it from a different vantage point. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's not just through the lens of he was my savior. Now he's my lover. He accomplished it to be my lover and for me to know him that way. Yes. And so he created me in the first place. Exactly. Yes. To be his, you know, his, he, he needed something to pour himself out onto. Yes. That's what he needed. And so, yes. you know, and now you're starting to realize this, that he, you know, and so now you're the object of his love, yeah. you yes. know, the object of his pursuit, the object of who he is, you know, is after. And then you're like, wow, you're, oh, you know, and mm-hmm. you even start to think of yourself different. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. you, you actually, it raises you in your mind because he, you've, he, <laughs> you think you're lowly, but he's never thought of you that way. But you begin to see yourself different in him yeah. because of what he's done. Right. And, and so you kind of see that thankfulness. And just 
we, we talked about this also in preparation for the program. He woos that individual mm-hmm. believer. Yes, he does. And that fullness, the fulfillment, though, the the apple of his eyeball, the twinkle in his eye is the church. Yes. Is the bride corporate. Yes. But it's made up of the individual members. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, I am wooed. Even as a man, I am wooed unto Jesus. Right. Mm-hmm. Jesus woos me. There, if for for uh, kind of something to look into or read, there's a couple of articles on uh, one of, on our blog thirdrace.org, written by another brother Thomas Fortson. Christ is my husband, but I'm a dude, yo. <laughs> <laughs> part one and part two, which, where he addresses that. You know, he, he's a single man, and but he is a part of the bride of Christ. Yes. And so we talk about this love between Christ and the church, and Christ and the believer. And yes, that means you too, Tyrone, and you too, Andrew, and and me too, RC. And we accept it fullheartedly. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because he has captivated us. Yes. And enraptured us. Yes. And we have found that his love is superior. Yes. Man, that first segment went by really fast. Yeah. And we have barely gotten started. <laughs> So again, we are we're going through sharing the longest love story in history, and we're going through the Song of Songs. We got more to go, so please don't go anywhere. You're listening to To the Saints. I thought that'd be pretty good, you know, for. Talking about love. Mm-hmm. Just get a tango or something up in here. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back. You're listening to To the Saints on the Bridge 1120. Uh, we are, what are we doing? Talking about the book Song of Songs. Song of Songs. He's the Lord of Lords and King of Kings, and this is the Song of Songs. Yep. And this is the one love story between Christ and his bride. Yes. Oh, man. We've only been through, like, the first two verses. <laughs> no. We didn't even get to the end of the second verse. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew wants to talk about the wine. Yes, the wine. Yes. <laughs> this is R.C. This is Tyrone. This is Andrew. Carrie. <laughs> Somebody. This is Bridget. <laughs> and this is Allison. <laughs> She was thinking about the wine, too. I was. I probably really was. Yeah, and before the break, we were talking about Christ and him being all, and he fulfills all to mm-hmm. the bride, and yes. how he is incomparable. His his love is exquisite, Amen. and that he has drawn us to himself, and he wants to give all of himself. And uh, we've been looking at Song of Songs, and the second portion of verse 2 it says your wine, your love is better than wine. Mm-hmm. And so it's your love is Christ's love is superior. Yes. And so his love is finer and of a higher quality than that of new wine or aged wine. Mm-hmm. Wine is symbolic of being complete and perfected. Wine mm-hmm. starts off as grape juice, which is a childish, immature and inferior stage. Mm-hmm. However, fermentation comes in which when it comes, uh, it comes through challenge and time and brings forth the maturation of juice, and we call it wine. On the flip side of that, new wine is preferred because it has not lost its 
buoyancy and effervescence. <laughs> with new it's wine, fizziness. Fizziness. <laughs> with new wine, there is a freshness and staleness has yet, not yet set in. Mm-hmm. Our Lord Christ's love is eternally superior to completeness and perfection right. while outshining and outlasting the freshness, fizziness, <laughs> and newness of a high earthly pleasure known as wine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, and he's drawn us in mm-hmm. to to know him, to pour out himself mm-hmm. yeah. in nice. us, on us, and we exchange and do the same. Mm-hmm. And this is ongoing forever, and it's ever-growing. Mm-hmm. He is the eternal new wine. Yes. Yes. And beyond. And beyond. It's like buzzy light year to, in, to infinity, <laughs> infinity and beyond. Infinity. Yeah. And beyond. What I love here is that the bride desires to touch her Lord mm-hmm. with a kiss, to taste him. Here we just heard he's better than wine. But when we get to verse three, she also wants to smell him. Yeah. Yes. She starts talking about the anointing oils that are fragrant. And so it sounds strange, but he has a scent she desires. Um, His fragrance is alluring and attractive to her. Um, And it just reminds me of um, maybe something you've noticed that scent can evoke some of the strongest memories and emotions. Mm -hmm. And so even in the absence of a loved one, you might hold a piece of their clothing up to your nose and breathe it in and Make that person feel closer to you. You know, that, mm-hmm. that memory will be fresher in your mind. Yeah. Um, but here, the bride is telling her love, which is Christ, that he is fragrant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that when she calls his name, it is like that finely scented oil is poured forth. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. When she says his name, it is better than breathing in like a piece of Christ's clothing. Mm-hmm. Because his beautiful fragrance means he is present with her. That yes. person is actually present. Yes. Yes. It yes. isn't the absence of him. Right. It's mm-hmm. him. Or yes. That yes. She's smelling. It's getting to put your nose in the crook of his neck. neck. And yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Calling out his name. Yes. Calling out his name. Yes. Yeah, we're good. We're keeping it PG. Okay. <laughs> I was just going to give an ex- uh, a practical earthly example. Mm-hmm. It's something I often like to do with Allison is just s- smell her neck. Mm-hmm. She yeah. has a particular good scent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. That. I can, I, I, it's just, it's that. Yeah. And it's just like, mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. That's you. Yeah. yeah. And so. You know, when Bridget gets ready in the morning, her, her perfume that she sprays, you know, she gets ready awfully early. <laughs> and so I'm still in bed while she's in the bathroom, <laughs> which is like. Two tw- feet away from 12 each other. Away, yeah. <laughs> so when she's spraying that, it wafts into the bedroom and I smell it. And yeah. I, I think of her. And, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, that smell is, man, that's that's my wife. That's my woman. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. That's a. And I love and I don't care who knows it. <laughs> 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 oh, From the movie Elf. Yes. That's what you were talking about. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> <Goodness>. <laughs> That's awesome. I do like one part of it, and I don't think we have to stay very long on it, but I like, um, you know, after after Christ is kind of, actually, honestly, it is Christ who has kind of awakened that longing. Yeah, yes. it is. 
and there isn't just to be sure there is nothing on our part that we can do besides yield to that longing he's given us mm -hmm. and he'll do the rest just just so we know that you know there's no striving here um but to say that too you know when you kind of come to it says draw me and we'll run after you and what really what i want to point out to and that's in verse you know one four is that idea it's a continual running after it's not a one-time done thing it is yeah. Like Andrew was talking about earlier, this marathon. Yeah. It is, you're not sprinting because you'll run out. Journey. It's a it's a very long journey, mm -hmm. and just know that even at that, he will sustain that journey. Yes. Um, he he is the one that can do it, and so you know he's going to draw us, and then just by the drawing, we're just going to run after him. There, we can't uh, honestly help ourselves mm -hmm. from not running after right. him. Mm -hmm. And um, so it's this continual. And then add that in that he reveals more of himself than you continue to want to come even more. Mm -hmm. So it's a cycle that mm -hmm. continues to happen. As you're drawn, you see, and you, you're drawn even further and you go. Um, but in this case, um, he's drawing us into a particular area with him. Um, I'll uh, add very quickly. Okay. This is what I was talking about the last segment. Mm -hmm. It says... Um, draw me after you and let us run together yeah. mm -hmm. this is where the individual the lord draws each of us unto himself but as a, as a church as the bride yes. we run after him yes, together i mean it's like it's like in the promised land you know, when they when they the spies spied it out oh homeboy and homeboy caleb and joshua they're like no we can do this let's go in they wanted to go in yeah but they they were drawn in the, yeah, that individual but, drawing. Yes, but the company of Israel didn't want to go. Mm -hmm. So they had to wait. And then as a whole, they were finally drawn in and went in together as, right. as a nation, as a people. Right. And that's us. I'm, we are each drawn to the Lord. And so we chase after him as the church, as the bride. That, that'll be the last I say on that. <laughs> no, that was good. But he's drawing her in, at least in this particular initial love part, he's drawing her into a... To an inner chamber of mm -hmm. sorts, and um, really, when we and this is, if you're following along or want to look at it in that way, it's like in between, like verses one, five through seven. Um, but this is this idea of abiding in Christ. It's a place of this inner chamber, um, and really, for us, for as as believers, that's in our spirit. Mm -hmm. Where Christ resides in us is in our human spirit. We are we are fused with Him at our birth. Um, in our spirits, and that's where this inner chamber is. That's where we go to be with him, and that's where he that's where he's at to be yeah. with us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so when when we say this inner chamber, that's it's that's what we're that's what I'm re alluding to. Um, it says the king has brought me into his chambers, um, and you know, again, that could just be the the saving. I don't want to say that part. Okay. Um. But in this chamber, um, she she learns three things in this chamber. And one of the very first things she learns um, is when you see in verse uh, five is that I I'll read it. It says, I'm black, but comely. And daughters of Jerusalem, as tents of Kedar, as the curtains of Solomon. And what she what the biggest thing in this part is that she is starting to realize her old nature versus her new nature. Yes. She she realizes that she's black and this isn't necessarily her skin, but she's actually realizing the sinful nature of herself. Mm -hmm. But also it's in stark contrast to this comely nature that's also her too. Mm. And this is the point where the Lord's wanting to point this out to her. It's like, look, 
Yes, you were this old thing before, but now you are comely in me. It is in me that you are a different creation. And so I you're and so she you can see her she's starting to come in to understand this because really you can't relate to to Christ himself based out of your old nature. Mm-mm. And he's it was never meant for you to do that. And until you come to realize that it, your relationship with him will kind of be stunted. Mm-hmm. And so that's why he has to bring you and woo you and long you into that relationship so that you can begin to see who you truly are to him and um who he has made you to be. And so you kind of see, you know, this lady pointing this out. Wow. I do have this old nature, but I'm beautiful too, mm-hmm. you know? And so, and she even talks about it when you talk about tents, you know, even in, in the New Testament, you know, this, the, our tents, like our bodily tent, our bodies are like tents, you know, so that's kind of what she's referring to, like the tents of Kadar, you know, we're, I'm not even saying if I'm saying that right, but. Sure, for our intents and purposes. purposes. For our intents and purposes. <laughs> we're we're kind of seen as that, like her bodily, you can see this outward, the sinful nature, but she says, but the curtains of Solomon. And the curtains of Solomon are, are the ones that are like a fine linen, mm-hmm. this this righteousness, this, um, and so even you can kind of hear the echoes of Ephesians when it says, you know, you are blameless and holy mm-hmm. and righteous before yes. the Lord. And so that's, she's becoming into cognizant awareness of this fact. And he wants her to. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, you know, you kind of, that's one of the things that she, one of the things that she's um, being drawn in to learn. Yes, Christ took on that old nature. Yeah, he destroyed it. it. Yeah, annihilated it and gave us a new creation, a new nature. Well, that's that's a part um, of the understanding of the work of Christ that many believers miss. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, they 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 get the substitutionary aspect yeah. that he died for our sins, mm-hmm. but they completely m- miss for some reason. I don't know. Maybe it's just not being shared, or, or uh, who knows. But um, the fact that uh, we actually died with him, yes. mm-hmm. because it wasn't just about sins we committed, but about an actual nature mm-hmm. that had defiled all of us. Yes. All, all of I didn't mean all of us as in a whole bunch of people. I meant like all of me <laughs> mm-hmm. ah, yes. Yes. had the been touched by this. There yes. was no part that had been left clean. Mm-hmm. Everything had been defiled by this sin nature. And so everything had to be done away with. And right. she's starting to see and that um, the reality is, is that there, you, there is no progress to be made without this understanding. Right. We are our, our true spiritual life, true spiritual transformation will be stunted if mm-hmm. if Christ's death was just about dying for our sins. Mm-hmm. Yes. The, the acts yes. of sins. Uh, but it's starting to see that, no, he died because there's a nature in me that needed to be dealt with. And he took me in him on that cross right. and dealt yep. with it. Yep. And gave me a new one. I have died. Mm-hmm. Yes. And mm-hmm. I don't have to live there. No. Nope. Uh, because I have been raised to a new life mm-hmm. now. Because we share in his resurrection, yes. too. Right. Yes. Um, this is where the comeliness comes in. Yes. And it's, you know, it's, it's, um, it would be so much easier to camp out on one side yeah. or the other. It really would. It would be so much easier to not live in the tension of those two natures because mm-hmm. the reality is is that our life on the earth, you know, from being born into Christ until true resurrection mm-hmm. is we're actually living in that tension. Yeah. Right. Um, and it would be so much easier to just always be like, oh, no, woe is me. I'm always defiled. Yeah. I'm always the old nature. Mm-hmm. Or it would be a lot easier to be like, oh, that's – I don't even have to think about that anymore. It's just done. Mm-hmm. I'm always new nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it is uncomfortable living in that tension. Yeah. Of, of these two things at odds. Yeah. 
It's uncomfortable to my old nature. <laughs> <laughs> to live in the tension. Yes. Uh, but she's starting She's starting to see this. Yes. She's seen, yeah, she's seen. And this is, this is one of the first steps in yes. this, this deepening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I guess I've, I've seen, well, I've always, I won't say I've always, I've thought lately about the king's chambers and how she's comely, she's suitable. Mm-hmm. To go into the chambers because I've seen the chambers as the holy of holies, yes. the place that's in the dark, the mm-hmm. secret place. Like mm-hmm. David said, "He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High, yeah. he's right mm-hmm. in the midst of the Ark of the Covenant, and he saves us to bring us into, into. the secret place yes. to know him, yes. to experience his new life, his identity that he's given us." Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. It's unto the fullness. It's unto the fullness. Mm-hmm. I could have married yeah. Bridget, and that'd just been it. Damn. But you know, we went on. There's more to the marriage, yeah, <laughs> than just the wedding. Yeah. Yes, there's a marriage to be had. Yes, because it's really not a marriage if it doesn't function like that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. It really isn't. <laughs> yeah, and so one other, just last thought on that: you no know, old nature versus new nature. One mm-hmm. of the mindsets that can kind of keep us. Uh, stunted as some is we think that the Lord is patching up the old nature. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We think he's fixing the old us and not understanding that he's actually done away with us completely Yes, and made us new. Yes. Entirely new. So he doesn't need to fix anything about us any longer uh, in that way, not the way we used to think. Right. And so part of this longing and drawing and desire that he's given us is so he can show us the fullness of what he's done. Um, and yeah. so that this is one of the first stops along the way. And notice this is one of the things he wants to show us first. Mm-hmm. Um, is this, you know, I've made you new. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I made you to where you are comely to me. Yes. Where you are suitable. Where you are suitable mm-hmm. to yes. be brought into the chamber. Yes. yes. In their chamber. Yes. Yep. And you are suitable because of me. Me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man. Come on, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I mean, that's... Um, one thing that it says, not in the Song of Songs, but in the Watchman Nee book that we'll have on the website, mm-hmm. um, it talks about this. It says, um, her comeliness is because of his presence within her. Yes. Her beauty is actually the radiance of his own beauty yes. within her. Yes. And um, in that, um, you know, Becoming more aware, which is uncomfortable to become more aware of our old nature. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's not fun to see ourselves that way. Right. No. But what's happening is that contrast between the old nature that's mm-hmm. been put to death on, in the cross with Christ and the new nature that he's given us is that we – the new nature, Christ himself yes. is the new nature. Yes. Who is the new yeah. nature. Is illuminated even more. Yes. The contrast actually illuminates that even more. And what's oh, happening is she's, oh, she's just trusting in yes. his beauty. Yes. Depending on his beauty. Yes. And and allowing that to be her her own. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's his beauty is her beauty. Yes. Yep. Man, I just thought <laughs> I just thought you know the big talk now is identification. Oh, I identify as XYZ or identify oh. as this. Mm-hmm. So now and so in here that we just read, I'm black but I am comely. Or, or black but lovely. She she's realized I can no longer identify as that old anymore. Yep. No, I, I, that was my identity in the past. Mm-hmm. So there are many of us who like to hang on to that old identity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. that old nature, that old man. That that's the old identity. Mm-hmm. And like Bridget just said, 
Laura's not into fixing that up. Mm -mm. He's into replacing it, Mm -hmm. creating a, giving you a new identity. And that new identity is only found in him. Mm -hmm. Right. Yes. In Christ. You only have value because of him. And if you are in Christ, you have his identity and his beauty. Right. All that fullness Yes. It's now in you. <laughs> it doesn't come from us, but from him. Yes. Yeah. So now, are, now it's, yeah, go for it. I said you are a new creation. Yes. yes. We are new wineskins. Yes. yes. New wineskins. Yes. New wineskins. Yeah, talking about wine And again. the eternally new wine has <laughs> yes. been poured yes. into us. Yes. <laughs> that we can drink it from. It is effervescent. <laughs> Boyance. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Is that, is that a new band? Boyancy. Boyancy. <laughs> And then I say her name. <laughs> so anyway, it's just that letting you having to shift your mind from that mm-hmm. old identity to the new identity. Yeah. I am lovely because I am now in Christ. Yes. Amen. Come on. Yes. And this isn't, again, this is not a sprint. This no. is a marathon. Mm-hmm. These things take time it to set time. in, to mm-hmm. be, become a reality to you. Well, yeah, that wasn't a quick thing for us no. to realize. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. It takes time, and that's why it's We're still a relationship. It. Mm-hmm. You know? it quick for me. But. Mm-hmm. but I guess in a part of us, just allowing it to take place and allowing it to happen is really all that you know yeah. is required. It. Accepting yeah, it. Accepting Reckoning it, it as right, so. Yeah. Receiving yeah. the gift. Yeah. Um, one of the next things that she ends up learning in this inner chamber um, – is man's system versus Christ's way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, generally when you start to walk in this direction, I'm sure there have been, because of the way the times have been for the church, um, the institutional church, to, you know, as a way, people coming out um, have, you know, experienced some, what do you want to call that? People not necessarily understanding why they're wanting to leave. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they might catch some backlash for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but at this point, so you may have some experience in that, and I'm saying that she's, you, know, you can see here too, she's experienced that where she, it talks about here, it says, my mother's children were angry with me for not keeping their vineyards. Mm-hmm. And, you know, vineyards is plural here in that way is that it's not keeping man's vineyards, man's world systems, man's religious uh, practices, mm-hmm. uh, maintaining the religious system. She's, she's realizing, oh, I realize I've been maintaining this other vineyard when there's my own vineyard to be maintaining. And that isn't for her and of herself, she realized Christ is the vineyard. She needs that relationship mm-hmm. with yes. Christ to, yes. to be maintained. Yes. And so, um, to the garden. Yes. yeah, to tend to the garden. And so she is realizing this, oh, I've been maintaining the wrong vineyard for all these years. Mm-hmm. You know, I have the vineyard now who is Christ mm-hmm. to maintain. And I see now, you know, and so she's catching some flack for that. All of us here in this room have caught flack for that. Flack. Yes. I mean, we have, you know, have many of things said or done to that I don't really approve of the fact that we don't maintain something that mm-hmm. man wants to maintain. And this really runs, um, honestly, this runs across the board because yeah. this is found in organic church, air quotes for those of you who can't see me, mm-hmm. um, organic church as well. The mm-hmm. reality is that um, there there is man's effort and man's accomplishments and man's yep. system. Yep. And then there's Christ's way and yep. his work and his building mm-hmm. and and his rest yes yeah. yes um and so it you know it it isn't just necessarily found in <clears throat> what we call the institutional True. system it's just that mindset it's that it's a mindset it's a mindset really. um because there are organic churches that yep. that 
just have a title of mm-hmm. organic church, but are still all man's effort and, and man's um, mm-hmm. life. Um, and so really it's just, it's just that it's differentiating that in all aspects. Yes. Um, in the religious system, however it looks, in the world system, however, however it, it looks, looks, you know, just in, even meeting outside. Of yes. that, it still is there because of man's default to yes. take it on himself and maintain yep. something. Yep. Um, so in a way, it seems like we're saying that if we go chase after, stalk after Christ, mm-hmm. there will be flack. We'll catch flack from yes. someone. Yes. Criticism, hostile reaction. It, it possibly abuse. from many places. <laughs> from many mm-hmm. places. Yeah. But our encouragement is to seek out and long after, chase after, experience the Lord, your identity. Yes. He's yes. your identity. He is worth all that flack. Yes. Oh, yeah. He is. Yep. Yeah, and even going back to the vineyard, you'll kind of see him in John refer to himself as the vine mm-hmm. and more yes. the branches. Yes. Yep. I mean, he knows this. He's the vineyard to be maintained. Yes. Um, and maintaining that vineyard is is this relationship that we're talking about. This, this inward communion yes. with him is, is the maintaining of that vineyard. It is not maintaining a system of anything other than that. Yeah. Yes. Right. Not something about him. It is him himself. Yep. And one thing that might be obvious to the listeners, but isn't as obvious to me <laughs> is you know, we're using the the idea of a vineyard and one true tell sign of vineyard is the fruit. Yes. So sometimes you're wondering, oh, have I bought into a system that isn't Christ? Well, look at the fruit of that mm-hmm. system mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. to see what the root of it is. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's really yes. good. Yeah. The main has one more thing to learn. All right. So what did you say, Bridge? I said the maiden has one more thing to learn. When did you say that? Just now. (laughs) Just now. (laughs) So, all right. We are, we we talked about taking our time with this when we were preparing for this program. We did. We did. We really did. And the Lord said, yes, you will take your time with this. (laughs) He said, you don't know slow. I am slow. (laughs) But then he's also so fast. Anyway, that's a whole other story, too, how quickly he moves. Um, we have more to say on this, obviously, because we're still talking. And um, <laughs> we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back next hour, we will talk about, because um, Carrie mentioned three things that the maiden was learning. And so we just talked about um, the old nature versus the new nature mm-hmm. and man's system versus Christ's way. And we have something else to talk about after the break. Yes. Oh, I encourage you, go back and listen to this hour again. After the next hour, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) That is um, tothesaints.com. Maybe you're on the website now. Um, Tothesaints.com. What's that website, Allison? Tothesaints.com. Man, she's good, right? Mm -hmm. Dot com. And so um, you can also hear more about our stories on there and ask us a question. Maybe you're not following. What are you guys talking about again? Feel free to type that out and send us a question, and we will answer. Um, we'll try to answer it on air, and we'll also try to respond to you, like in email form as well, uh, so that you know we've answered your question. And um, also, you know, support this radio program as well would be nice. We, we had support, and we appreciate that. And the Lord... As the Lord leads. As the Lord leads. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Passing the plate now. And so, <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. No plate. Lord Jesus. Oh, man. 
so I've been stereo. I meant to be talking over music, but I'm not. Here we are now. Woo! Okay, we'll be back. What are we listening to, Andrew? We're listening to To the Saints. Trade the world for a good thing he's found. Yes. I think there was a man who did, did that, that the very world. thing. Yes. That's right. Found that pearl a great price. Sold everything he had. Yes. For the, by the field that that one pearl was in. Dude, bring it. Hey, welcome back to To the Saints. Man, we're uh, going through Song of Songs. It's the longest love story in history. It's the only love story in history. We're also going to get to some movies later on this hour, maybe, Lord willing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> on, uh, you know, seeing Christ in the love story in, in various movies as well. Right now we're on, we're trying to finish up our thought from last hour on the Song of Songs. Okay. Okay. Very good. My yes. name's R.C. This is Tyrone. And this is Andrew. This is Carrie. This is Bridget. And this is Allison. Well, glad you joined us back in this um, next segment, um, kind of want to recap just a little bit where we've been. Um, we're in the inner chamber right now, and so far the things that the maiden has come to realize, um, one was her who her, her new nature. Mm-hmm. Um, her old nature is gone, and now her new nature is, is in Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, she's also learned um, that the vineyard that she maintains now is this, this relationship that she has with him. Yes. Um, this abiding that she is able to do now. Mm-hmm. And so the next one we want to talk about that she kind of comes into is um, this idea of, she has this question, essentially, um, to, it's about food and rest. So you, know, you see this question, it says, tell me, the one who my soul loves, where do you feed? Where um, you make your flocks to rest at noon? And for why should I be the one that is turned aside and wanders by the flock's companion, oh, sorry, by the flock of your companions, and so here, you know, when she is, she's kind of done with the vanity of external service, mm-hmm. the the system of works of having to try to be good or do good or be like Christ. She's she's really exhausted herself on that, mm-hmm. um, and which is a good thing. She um, now begins to see. Now she wants to know what, what am I supposed to do. Now that I'm no longer maintaining these works, these external things, what, what am I supposed to do? Where do I, where do I eat? Where do I rest? Where do I um, do this? And so, um, obviously, Christ answers that for her. Um, you know, I, I, we, we kind of hear Jesus also in Matthew kind of echo this thing, telling the same answer whenever, you know, he says, Come to me, those who are weary mm-hmm. and heavy burdened, for I will give you rest. Mm-hmm. Yes. He answers it again. We wouldn't put those two, probably Song of Solomon and Matthew together, but that's really, he's answering that question. Mm-hmm. I am your rest. Take on my yoke and learn from me. Mm-hmm. Um, you no longer have to maintain the external things. Just learn from me. And I, I will provide rest for your souls or your soul. Um, 
And so Christ is our rest. And what I really liked about this is how they kind of pointed out the fact that it was around noontime. And noontime is that that time whenever the sun is the fullest in the sky. Highest point. Yeah. 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 And so, you know, the sun is at its fullest expression. It's the perfection of the day. And, you know, that's kind of is pointing to Christ. You know, again, we're doing types and shadows. This is Christ is in his perfected state now. And so he is that noontime. He is, you know, and what's interesting, too, you know, it's kind of fun that the book pulls out is that's the passion of Christ began at noon. The state, you know, it happened at noon. And so he has finished the work. He has completed it. And so he's really trying to tell her, I'm your rest. She's not known this before. She's not known where to find rest. Her soul has always been trying to maintain things, to be good, to try to do the right things, to avoid the bad. And he's like, look, I've done it all. There's nothing else that you need to do. And even Hebrews talks about this, too. There still remains a rest for those who believe in Christ. And really, that rest is referring to himself. And it's entering into Christ, that inner chamber in fellowshipping with him is where that rest is found yes um which echoes back to what we talked about last hour in the very beginning <clears throat> mm-hmm. you know this is the song of songs which are which is solomon's and solomon represents a king at rest you know at peace mm-hmm. david had fought the wars or the battles now the temple had been built in solomon's reign and that's because it's, it's now a time of peace a time of rest exactly and this is yes. christ at his rest he's completed the work and now he is our rest yes mm-hmm um you know in, it's really fun too because he is he's also the place and again we've said this in another show but he's also the place where god is fully satisfied yes, mm-hmm. yes. so in christ god is completely satisfied and so we've been placed in that satisfaction mm-hmm. um and there's a certain um when we come to actually reckon that for God, we can also help, it kind of can help us reckon it for ourselves. Mm-hmm. We can actually allow ourselves to be there too, that Christ is that full satisfaction of the Father so he can be ours as well. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, it's, it's, that's some satisfaction. And because it's, mm-hmm. it is, it's um, the satisfaction of God and, and it's, that's where we find our satisfaction too. Yeah. Um, we, we allow Christ to be God's satisfaction for us. Mm-hmm. And we also allow Christ to be satisfaction for, you know, to fill us, to yes. satisfy us yes. as well. Yeah. We're done longing for something different. Mm-hmm. We allow him to be that satisfaction. Yes. The fulfillment of anything we've ever longed for. Yep. Okay. Also in, uh, Chapter 2, verse 3 of Song of Songs, this idea of food and rest gets repeated a little bit um, where the bride describes her beloved as a um, an apple tree. Mm. And this is an apple tree among the trees of the forest that she delights to sit in the shadow of this tree. But what I liked about this particular picture is that it's a fruit-bearing tree in a forest with no other fruit-bearing trees. Like, Mm. there's a distinction between this fruit-bearing tree, an apple, and just a forest of trees. Mm -hmm. He is life-giving and good to eat, and it harkens back to the tree of life again as well. And um, so he is her food, and that she delights sitting in the shadow of this tree, resting, which is um, the same as the uh, church resting in Christ. Mm Mm-hmm. 
That's awesome. Yes. So, you know, you see that the, you know, he, she's asking this question, where do you rest and things like that. And he tells her, it's me. Then mm -hmm. he moves on and he, he answers her question. And he's, and it's kind of funny because what I hear is, he's, if you, if you know, you, if you don't already know yourself, and it's kind of like the way he was speaking to his disciples. He's like, don't you already know? Mm. I've been with you. Mm. You know, like the same answer I'm going to give you for. And he's not saying this in a reprimandive way, but he's just, you know, saying it in a way of don't you already know. Um, and so he's, you know, where you're going to find this is go follow the footsteps of the flock mm -hmm. um, and feed your baby lambs besides the shepherd's tents. And so... Um, all right, so, you know, she's telling her to go follow in the footsteps of the flock. And, you know, this is representative of the ones who have, um, it can be the people from the past, um, even people present, but there's always been a flock of people maintaining mm -hmm. the, the testimony of the Lord. Yes. The, the personhood of the Lord, this intimate knowing of the Lord, and um, find those people. You know, and follow, and they're generally ones that uh, I like how the book puts it. Subscribes to the one flock, one shepherd. Mm -hmm. You know, there's this corporate body, and there's this this one man leading them, um, and it is Christ, and it is bride is the you know the flock that is coming, is going wherever he may lead. Um, and so, those believers today I already said that part. I feel discombobulated. <laughs> You're all right. You know, as you were talking, as you mentioned that verse, mm -hmm. if you yourself do not know, so it's mm -hmm. like, okay, we've forgotten. Yes. But then he reminds you yes. Yes. who you are. Oh, you fairest among women. Yes. So it's like he, he's, you know, you've forgotten, but you are the fairest among women. Yes. Yeah. So, so it's a reminder of her identity, that loveliness, that cleanliness, because he's, he's obviously seen, okay, you've, you're, you're forgetting who you are. Because you've forgotten what you were looking for here. Mm -hmm. yes. So, but let me go ahead and lovingly remind you. To me, it echoes, uh, or I guess Paul echoes this with all of his letters to the saints, yes. to the yes. holy ones. Yes. This is who you are in Christ. Yes. You, you've kind of forgotten some things, but this is yeah. who you are. You yeah. are the fairest among women. Yeah. Yeah. You're my bride. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's also the... Uh, the testimony of the Holy Spirit and the saints or the church when Jesus says when the spirit comes or when I come I will remind you mm. of what I've already told you mm -hmm. yes and so that's part of the spirit of Christ in us is to remind us this is your identity mm. I'll, 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 I'll continue to say that because that's all I see mm -hmm. yes which is what this love story is really about yeah him wooing this woman letting her know this is your identity I have made you this way yeah in me, I have made you kind of my own kind. And then he goes on to tell her, now go forth. Here, here's what you're doing. Go, go follow the footsteps of the flock. And like you were talking about, people who have, you know, gone on, they're, they're, the flock's not a small flock. Mm -mm. In, 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 in eternity, in the eternals, this is not a small flock. <laughs> no. In the here and now, it may sometimes feel like a small flock, <laughs> but it's not a small flock. And so yes. there, we have a flock to follow, to see the footsteps that they have gone forth. Yes. Following the shepherd. Well, and um, so not only is it just a practical help that the Lord has put in place, <clears throat> that we have our brothers and sisters to... 
mm-hmm. look to mm-hmm. um, when we need that help. But um, it also serves another purpose, which you have um, talked about in that it is bringing about this corporate consciousness yeah. of her. It's bringing about this awareness of um, while I have this intimate, personal knowing of the Lord, mm-hmm. that that is unto this purpose of a, 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 a flock mm-hmm. knowing him together. Yes. Yes. Um, and so in her having to rely on the flock. Yeah. To know where to feed, mm-hmm. to where to find, to know where to find his food, she's actually learning and becoming aware of yes. this this corporate man, yes. the church, the mm-hmm. bride, um, as a whole. Mm-hmm. Right. We're not. He woos us like we are the only one. Yes. But we're not the only one. No. He, he's wooing. Carrie and Andrew and Allison and Tyrone and Bridget and you, listener, he's wooing you as well as me. But he woos us with that same passion as if we were the only one. But it's unto the flock. It's unto the bride as a whole. It's unto his body, unto his fullness. And so we get to follow. But the flock, I mean, you could, you could go all kinds of different ways. The flock is only as strong or, or the picture that the body is only as big as we as we follow, you know, if mm-hmm. I don't follow now, the flock's not as big as it was. If I if I was following these footsteps, if I was coming into the inner chambers with him, and and so it's a, um, yeah, it's that paradox of it's the individual and it's the corporate. There's the there's the one to the many. It, it it's it's all connected. Yeah, I like how the book uses the word flock consciousness. Mm-hmm. Um. Where you, he's really, and it's the, his answer isn't, his answer is to tell her to go find the flock. Because the reason why is because the people in the flock have experienced him. Yes. They have an actual um, experience that she is beginning to come into. Mm-hmm. And these people have, you know, been in this for a while, have had experience in this. So it's not, they're not speaking from a void. Mm-hmm. And so, and so that, I, I like how you pointed that out, Bridget, where it was this idea of, it begins for her to start that that change in her mind mm-hmm. a little bit to expand even himself and her with I'm even bigger. Yes. I'm in my flock. Yes. Yeah. You want to know where you're going to find me? You're going to find me in my flock. Mm-hmm. So go find those footprints and follow them because footprints leave marks. Mm-hmm. You know where they're going and things like that. And so um He's beginning to kind of develop this this consciousness, and what we would call it today is this body consciousness, this mm-hmm. this awareness that you know Christ is in me, but He's also in the rest of the flock, yeah. and He is one with them as well. And so, and He wants that expression to be a many-membered expression. Yes, not just one person. Mm-mm. As you were talking, I was thinking about um, you know the scripture where where Paul's reminding. I can't remember what church, but he was reminding them, you, you don't need to be taught. Yes. You have the spirit. Peter. Oh, Peter's the one who said that. Okay. So Peter's reminding them. Mm -hmm. And, um, which is so true. However, people have used that to be a, well, it's just me and Jesus. Yeah. I have the spirit. I don't need anybody else. Rogue and loner. Yes. Mm -hmm. When that is not Peter's heart behind that at all. No. No. And, um, 
just as the Father and the Son and the Spirit share this beautiful, um, you know, we spent three weeks talking about it, this, this fellowship among them where they are relying on one another, depending on one another, giving to each other and receiving from one another. Mm-hmm. He wants that same thing expressed through humanity, his mm-hmm. corporate physical expression. And so he wants there to be a relying on one another, a giving, a receiving, a, mm-hmm. an interchange mm-hmm. amongst mm-hmm. his people. Right. And so in having her seek out the flock, mm-hmm. he is beginning to work that in her, essentially. Yes, exactly. And to bring her into that. Mm-hmm. Um, and they will also be there. The ones that have gone on will help teach her. Bring her along yes, exactly. and show her this is where he, this is where we eat. This mm-hmm. is how we drink. This is what we do, you know, and that kind of thing. Yep. Um, it's kind of like the the cloud witnesses in Hebrews. I was thinking that too. Saying, and being so encompassed or surrounded with the cloud of witnesses of those who were in the faith mm-hmm. before us. Let us, you know, lay aside everything and press forward. What do we do? Look unto Jesus, the author and finisher mm-hmm. of our faith. Mm-hmm. Yep. Look unto him. Mm-hmm. You know, I just had this this picture in mind. So when you see someone looking at something like really intently, what do you do? You try to see it. Like yeah. you look away to it too, mm-hmm. right? Somebody's looking mm-hmm. up on the yeah, street. That's the yeah, yeah, like, you go in the middle. Yeah. So you go and stand next to them and you're like, what are they looking at? Like yeah. you look up trying to look for it. Mm-hmm. And it's that, that same thing. <laughs> We're it's all looking up. You're coming amongst saints mm-hmm. who are who are fixing their eyes on Jesus. Yes. yes. And you're learning to fix your eyes on Jesus. Mm-hmm. With them. Yes. The flock who is fixed on the shepherd. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. So um, what do you guys say? I know it hasn't been a full 30 minutes, but what if we yeah. just kind of wrap it up here and yep. give mm-hmm. ourselves a little longer with the movies? Yeah, yeah for okay. sure. Okay. Awesome. I was thinking that same thing. So wrap it up, babe. So um, <laughs> we have seen through the first few chapters or first few verses of <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Song of Songs <laughs> that um, Christ is after this deep intimate communion mm-hmm. yes with his holy ones and um, and he is very good at bringing his own along mm-hmm. further and further into his love um, and so yeah we'll talk more about this next week I think but yeah I think now we're going to take a break and then come back and talk about some movies. Ooh, fine. Finding the longest love story in history in movies. Yeah. It's there. You just have to know where to look. You're listening to To the Saints. This is RC. This is Tyrone. <laughs> And this is Andrew. This is Carrie. This is Bridget. And this is Allison. 